0: all and welcome back to Dame it All the Hell. I'm Kelly Gibson and uh, we got a lot to talk about today. It's all really fucking heavy. So we're going to start with wine.
1: Awesome. And I'm Tracy Deeds. And I was kind of sad all weekend because the way things are going, it's uh, it's not good. So we're going to start drinking with the wine. And, and I don't know which one is which, but we have poured one. I love you already.
0: You, we're going to start drinking with the wine is what you said. Crazy. We're going to drink with the wine.
1: The wine is going to drink with us.
0: <laughs> oh, God. This wine literally almost came out my nose. Like I was this close. Tracy's still in the danger zone. Swallow. Swallow the wine. Swallow the wine.
1: <laughs> oh, there we go. That's good. Don't it's tell super, me to swallow. I don't have to fruity. swallow. God damn it. I'm a feminist. It feels very <laughs> fruity to me, this wine. I mean, it tastes like dirt. I think it's really? funny that you think it's fruity, but it's a little dirt there. I probably should not have swallowed this. <laughs> i don't know what that tastes like
0: it's it's like just not a wine i'm i'm accustomed to drinking I mean, it doesn't taste bad it just doesn't taste like anything i'm i'm used to i don't know we're not gonna laugh at all inside of the actual podcast recording oh. so we gotta get all the laughs out that now. one looks like just Ooh, straight up looks grape, like juice. grape juice i know and
1: it's all bubbly I don't know. It's from it's Richard's very mm, artful pour. Out of a pint glass. This is. Oh, that just. The first one is still burning going down. Oh, I have God. no
0: idea how to play this game with these kinds of wines. They taste pretty yeah. different. Oh, yeah. I know what that one is. Yeah. Everybody okay. knows what that is but me. Oh. Oh, okay. not good. She doesn't like that one. Ugh. Okay. Okay. You just go. I can't even make any guesses. I have no idea.
1: So uh, one is a Malbec, which I think is the one we just poured. Oh it's oh, a fuck, Zinfandel. Oh fuck no, it's the Zinfandel. This is the this is the And that's a Zinfandel. nice bottle of wine. I've had that before. No, it is. That's the expensive one. The it's Ridge, also terrible. Paso
0: Robles Zinfandel. Although that's gotta be some kind of blend. So
1: it's Nope. It is a it is a
0: blend. No, hundred percent Zinfandel it says at the bottom. Oh. Yeah. Oh,
1: I didn't get the other one. The other one was a blend. The other, the other one, one is was the Malbec. Malbec. And that's Argentinian. Yeah. yeah, I clearly don't know my wines. I don't ever All drink right. either of these wines. Yeah, no. I, liked so I thought I was, I liked kind of that you took a chance. Let's mix it of. up. Yeah. And so the Zinfandel, our good friend Jamie I, Sexton. How do you say that word? Zinfandel. 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 Okay. You were saying Zinfandel. <laughs> <laughs> Real
0: Southern girl. Zinfandel.
1: I feel like you're making fun of I my was. Southern accent. I was that's just then, yeah. Nice. Jamie
0: Sexton, our good friend. What, do he like yes. owns shares in gave that me, thing or no, something? No, but he,
1: he gave me a bottle of the Ridge uh-huh. many years ago. Yeah. And it was awesome. Yeah. Although there were like three different types, and I'm not sure I picked this. same. I have item, had that but I before,
0: but I, I'm going to go with the mailback, I think, for the yeah. p- remainder yeah, yeah, of this. Yeah, that's Zin,
1: the, of this. the Zinfandel, <laughs> Zinfandel. Said better, the Zinfandel. <laughs> yes. It's not. Uh, All right. Not well, thank right. you for providing our libations, Tracy Beats, today. Ridge 2016, Paso Robles, and then what was this other one called?
0: It was a Malbec.
1: Uh, The Anticura? Yeah, Anticura. Yeah, from
0: Argentina.
1: He's gonna say Argentinian. It's not
0: Mendoza. Every every week, I'm just gonna try to do (laughs) that. I love when you do that. It's very very interactive. Really bad. Okay. So I'm officially gonna be the turd in the punch bowl here and bring us back to the news of the day. So. Turns out Brett Kavanaugh is the turd in the punch bowl, though. So, you know, I was thinking when we all this news – I worked all weekend and the news was just like breaking, 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 breaking all the way to last night when the New Yorker story came out. But so it's times like these when I realize that the conversations we have on this show are important. And so that's sort of where I wanted to start start because this is a place that we really explore all this shit, which is insane. Though, also wanted to say that we're recording this today. Today's Monday, September 24th. And because things are moving so fast – hashtag why I didn't report, and the national walkout, which was today, and all these kinds of things, Um, this is going to come out tomorrow, Tuesday, September 25th. So be ready for it. So Brett Kavanaugh, the new things about Brett Kavanaugh, which is the first thing that happened was lots of news about the agreement between the lawyers for the Judiciary Committee and Dr. Ford and when she was going to testify and how that was going to go. And finally, over the weekend, she agreed to, th- thir- to testify on Thursday. There's also other negotiations about who's going to question her and all these sorts of things. And then when all that was happening at the same time, it came out. New Yorker broke a story about Brett Kavanaugh's time at Yale and uh, that he was at a party and got all super hammered and took out his penis and put it in the face of a woman who wasn't wanting that to happen. Did not
1: want. She w-
0: didn't want to do in it. Her face. Yep. And so it's actually a really comprehensive article. It's very, very long. Right. There are um, ex girlfriends of Kavanaugh. There are friends of Deb. There are people that were in the room. I mean, it's a very, cor- it's a very corroborated story.
1: So this, I think, just paints continues to paint a picture of Kavanaugh. What Ramirez had to say about she was in this room with a party. They were all drinking. There was a plastic penis that they were, I guess, drinking with or playing with. And then all of a sudden, there's a penis in her face and everybody's drunk and blah, blah, blah. One of the other interesting things, his roommates said that Kavanaugh was relatively shy until he drank, at which point he said that Kavanaugh could become aggressive and even belligerent. So there's a third account now (laughs) Of him basically being an incoherent, drunken, belligerent douche. Yeah. And there's more coming. Yes. And his roommate is a dude. And since people don't like to believe women, like, come on, can't you just believe the dude? Yes. Right? Right. And it's like this woman,
0: Deb Ramirez, remembers... Like it being this big party and then all of a sudden the penis was in her face and she knew she didn't want it to be in her face. First, she thought it was a fake penis. And then she remembers specifically Brett Kavanaugh laughing and pulling up his pants. The other thing is that Brett Kavanaugh has completely denied the the allegation, completely hard stop denied it. No room for...
1: Maybe's what right. fours didn't really And remember all of his of friends it. have basically said, yeah, he was it's a done. drunken, yeah. drunken idiot. Even the Mark Judge book talked about how they went from party to party and were just. Oh, how about Mark Judge?
0: Okay, yeah. let's talk He's, about Mark Judge. Yeah. So the, the other thing that happened late last night was Mike Avenatti, everybody knows him as Stormy Daniels' lawyer, also somebody who's sort of actively campaigning for president 2020, released on Twitter a series of emails back and forth with. Counsel for the Judiciary Committee about allegations, additional allegations against Brett Kavanaugh. So the first one. Was in an email back and forth with this lawyer, and he started at Dear Mr. Davis, the lawyer's Mike Davis. We are aware of significant evidence of multiple House parties in the Washington, D.C. area during the early 1980s, during which Brett Kavanaugh, Mark Judge, and others would participate in the targeting of women with alcohol drugs in order to allow a, quote, train of men to subsequently gang rape them. There are multiple witnesses that will corroborate these facts, and each of them must be called to testify publicly. As a starting point, Senate investigators should post. Pose the following questions to Judge Kavanaugh without delay. I won't read all of them, but they are, did you ever target one or more women for sex or rape at a house party? And it's like sort of on and on in that, in that vein. And there that's just the first of like three emails back and forth about this, this, these accusations. And the follow-up one is, no, my client is not Deborah Miras. So confirming. It's addition. These are additional women that either have been assaulted or were witnesses to assault um, that Brett Kavanaugh, and Mark Judge, somehow did together or so, something.
1: So, uh, all of the things we've heard so far. Take away everything Avenatti just said. Um, they're they're pretty terrible. We don't need to make things sound worse. And I, I am concerned with. Cavannati, as he's running for president in 2020, that he may have some kind of agenda. He's asking these questions, but not stating any fact behind it, which makes makes me concerned for the women that have come forward that I believe are telling the truth. <laughs> if he's trying to do it's something, it's a super that,
0: different approach than Deborah Miraz, obviously, right. who has
1: clearly spent like days
0: with the reporters at the New York. Right, and she said, "Listen, I was drunk. Through all this stuff.
1: Yeah, I don't even think she said she was." Traumatized from the event, like I don't. I mean, I think it sucked, but yeah, but it it wasn't so. Part it of, just it just corroborates his drunken, belligerent behavior. So part of what I,
0: uh, how I understand the approach of Avenatti's client/slash clients, is they want the Judiciary Committee to take actual steps. They want an FBI investigation. They want Mark Judge to testify under oath. They want a handful of these things, and are. Keeping, I think, strategically leaving out some of the details in order to make—he's uh, th- playing like a game of chicken, just like Grassley did with Ford. You know, he's trying. I think he's trying to figure out how best to get all the information and get the people that need that that the victims want to to testify. Actually, to testify. Do I agree with him? No, not really. Do I think he has to maintain his reputation? A hundred percent. He's like been an amazing lawyer for Stormy Daniels. He's gotten to be a go-to person for issues against men in power, seemingly. And so like, I don't have a problem with that. But I do think that I don't think he would play fast and loose, especially if he is hoping to continue to climb the ranks in right. politics. But and then today, there was a report from a paper here in Montgomery County that a, an additional woman has gone, skipped Twitter, skipped my Avenatti, skipped all of it, skipped New Yorker, and went straight to the Montgomery County Police to open up an investigation against Brent Kavanaugh, a different one back from high school. Do you think he gets confirmed? I think he, no, uh, no. The question is, does he bow out?
1: Oh, I don't think he does. Which Uh, is crazy. So so it's interesting to me, like, when he testifies, if he testifies, if Mark Judge testifies, what are they going to say? I didn't do it. I wasn't there. The other interesting thing that really set me off on Friday, um, because you and I actually talked about this last Thursday, and and I was not wishy-washy, but I just wanted more facts because I didn't feel like there was enough evidence. Mm -hmm. Either way, he came out and flat out denied being at the party, but we don't know when the party was.
0: Or so how, can you, deny to how deny can you deny something, something
1: that, that you say doesn't The dude exist. clearly went to parties. There is no question that he was at parties all the time. He was the quintessential frat boy. And with the stories that keep coming out, he was the guy that my mother always taught me to be very, very careful of. <laughs> like we were talking about, don't drink too much. Always have people with you. Like, make sure you got, you know. yeah. So so the larger sort of piece of this that I'd love to
0: sort of talk to you about a little bit is we've spent the last year talking about inappropriate men, but almost completely inappropriate grown-up men being inappropriate with grown-up women. And that is its own beast. And it involves people who, at least a little bit, are are more able to play a role in in. And protecting themselves. But this portion of this conversation, of the Me Too conversation, is highlighting sex sex culture and rape culture starting young. I mean, sh- you know, Dr. Ford was 15. And what, what, is the, what is the potential outcome of this conversation making its way into our social tipping point, our cultural tipping point? And I think that is really important. Like, for instance, Judge Kavanaugh kept saying he has this calendar from 1982, which he's going to use as evidence to prove he wasn't at the party, the party that he didn't know what day it was or what time it was or where it was. And but apparently and apparently Mark Judge also has calendars from 1982. Apparently, that was a thing. And on each of their calendars is a party called Fourth of July, but there are like five F's in it. And they stand for find them, French them, feel them, finger them, fuck them, forget them. Which, as as Tracy pointed out when we were talking about this before, is not in in itself sexual assault or harassment, but it it's speaks just to this. Behavior. Cu- but it speaks to this culture, where men are m- men's interaction sexually with girl boys interaction sex with girls at that age is some sort of conquering power play. I'm gonna, totally unemotional. Yeah, and it's all about a prize. It's all about getting the fuck or whatever right. you remember the point The girls that did the
1: point thing like every time you got a yeah. got a girl you got a point or whatever and there was
0: yeah with girls mm-hmm. if you say no you're a prude and if you say yes they're a slut and like that's the end of it right like, and beyond that you when you when you're with girls and you go to a party and you're all trying to like you spend an hour and a half looking as as cute as you can whether or not that's sexy or cute or whatever that's a whole nother discussion and then you get to the party and you have to have a whole action plan about how not to get assaulted like we have a we have an emergency exit program and don't drink too much and i know that guy he gets belligerent when he drinks so if you go talk to that guy i'm going to find you and then if anybody needs anything like tap your nose twice and i'll take you out the back door and there's right. this whole thing
1: but but it also that was really impressive tap your nose twice i never got a thing like that i That's just awesome. feel like i
0: and i was the i was the sort of really responsible one of my girlfriends and i have i took my drunk girlfriends out of rooms with boys because i knew that that was not going to go well I was
1: f- very fortunate in college, I can say, that I did not uh, – I don't feel like I ever had to do that because I was always with people that were pretty stellar human beings, both men and women. You never went to a party where, like, there was a- the creepy guy that you couldn't end up alone with? No. Wow. Not really. Um, but you said right. something. and Oh, so we, we, we spent an hour getting yeah. dolled up to go to these parties yeah. because we might want to meet a guy. I mean our, our whole purpose of going to po- parties – both guys and girls, probably more so guys just are showing up to get laid. Girls are showing up probably looking for a potential husband. It, or boyfriend. Or, or boyfriend or whatever. Companion. It, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So
0: the, so, so it, it, what I think the important part is, is how do we get to a place where we can be honest? You and I have had a lot of conversations about the biological differences between boys and girls. And I, I agree that that's a thing. We can be honest about a time in the life of boys where – hormone surge and they're just hitting puberty and all they, they have boners all the time and like, I'm not a boy, but like I, I heard that this is a time in life. That, that you can support that urge is a reality, but but support that sex culture is is two people making consensual and enjoyable decisions, and that boys don't just need to get tons of ass to be manly and cool, and that a friend, a group of friends, I, I mean, in, like, my dreams, it's a group of friends who are, like, 15 years old and go to a party, and they sort of, they they get all ready, and who's going to be there, and then they say to each other, all right, we're all going to get fucking hammered tonight. And, like, she's really pretty, and she's really pretty, and, like, we're going to want to have sex with them, but, like, how about we just help each other, not assault anybody tonight? <laughs>
1: So uh that would be great. I
0: accidentally have sexual relationships with. So I have a couple of points yeah. on all of this. One, About the boys helping boys not assault girls thing?
1: Uh uh yes. Okay. But but I wanna I wanna bring up something before before I forget. Okay. We always you hear when these allegations come out, you hear things like why did she wait thirty five years? Why was she out at two in the morning? Why was she wearing such a short skirt? why is the question not why did he try to rape her? Totally. Why is that never the question? That's never what we ask. We hear something horrible happens to a woman and we immediately we the the first question and women do it too. I mean, I do it. I'm like, well, oh my God, why was she there alone? And that's not right. But I think this goes back to my point describing 15 year olds going
0: to a party. The girls are like, make sure you don't you know, whatever to make sure you don't go alone with that one, or make sure you don't have too much. Like, w- women and and boys are just like have sex with a pretty girl, have sex with a pretty girl, have sex with a pretty girl, have sex with a pretty girl. So, I think it is it is it is a well developed culture that gets to this time when grown ups have these interactions where somebody gets raped and we ask questions about the woman. And I do think, I do really think, and I sound I'm so Tracy right now that the. The benefit of all this insanity with Kavanaugh is that we can start to take this, con- this Me Too conversation from grown-ups to the development of sex culture and rape culture and treating women like material objects, treating them like prizes. I just think that it's a really – I just think that it, it go- it, it's going to change. So
1: I think that good men don't realize the number of women that have been raped. Oh, absolutely. And every time they find out one more, they're like, holy fuck, why are men so fucking terrible? Like when all of the friends that you like have been sexually assaulted, I mean, it makes you – I think it's making good men stop and think, fuck, like when I told that one joke, I probably shouldn't have told that joke. It was not – I mean – Which I think is good. Which wasn't even a big deal. It may not have even been that bad of a
0: joke. But but being thoughtful about how you you address sex – and women as sex objects versus sexual partners, I think that that is useful reflection. I saw a tweet today that was somebody saying something like, um, a woman saying, well, if 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 this is all sexual assault and harassment, what we're hearing from Kavanaugh from 35 years ago, I mean, every woman's been sexually harassed and assault, assaulted. And like, the answer is like, yeah. 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 No shit. Like, this is a big, it's a big piece of it, like, that there is so much of it. And... All of this, all of this conversation is just going to change it. And, you know, this is a podcast that deals with politics more or less. And, you know, we uh, pulled a couple things for the stupid shit people say things. And there is this whole group of grown elected white men who are not doing a good job in their responses. So I saw it. So there's a Mitch McConnell thing. And I saw your note about that, that he was. Talking about how-
1: no, Steve King. I don't think Steve King. I think Steve King was making the point that if if and he was saying false allegations, if false allegations happen, no man will ever qualify. Oh, for I the did two not two- read it like that at all. So well, he, that's because I have the you're whole, on the other side. But I have the whole thing. So yeah,
0: Steve King from Iowa said, "Quote: No man will ever qualify for the Supreme Court again if Kavanaugh." is felled because of Ford's allegation, quote, I'm thinking, is there any man in this room that wouldn't be subject- subjected to such an allegation, a false, a false allegation? allegation? And then later, uh, he said... Quote, how can you disprove something like that, which means if that's the new standard, no man will ever qualify for the Supreme Court again. So but he's saying that there no. would not be a man that is possible to put up that would not be accused falsely or accurately of sexual harassment. No, he's saying
1: a fa- he's referring to false allegations. Right. But he's saying you that every You can't disprove man, a false allegation. No, but he's
0: saying every single man. Every man could. Qual- every man could well, get a saying false allegation. Every man would, that no man has lived a life that doesn't create
1: space for a false allegation. It's a false allegation, of course. No man has lived a life that you couldn't have a false allegation. He's saying that if you're just going to lie, and I'm not saying she's lying. I'm just saying in this context, he's saying if women lie about men, nobody is safe. They could lie about any man. If it's a false allegation, it could be against any man. It it doesn't matter whether it's – his point is is it's true or not. I read it that he thinks that the claims are not
0: significant enough oh, to I don't warrant. Think
1: so. No, I think he's saying it's a he thinks it's a false allegation. I, I think he's saying he doesn't believe the allegation, which is a whole nother level of shitty. But in this context, I don't think he's saying that all men have tried to rape women. And it's clearly not, I don't, he don't, I don't think not, he thinks Brett Kavanaugh tried to rape women. But right. I, um, I don't think he's so saying then that. Mitch McConnell. When there were Republicans. Sorry to interrupt you. There were a bunch of Republicans, though, weeks ago. And I don't remember who it was that said I mean, we all did dumb shit in college. Right, like yeah. and so that's fucking terrible. That's, that's terrible. Okay.
0: Mitch McConnell who got word of the Deb Ramirez, said that we're going to plow this thing right through. Don't get rattled by all of this. I mean, just being like really inappropriately dismissive of the of the claims. I didn't put it down here, but um The guy that's running against Heidi Heitkamp for Senate in um, North Dakota also said that he thought the allegations – I mean the allegations were bunk and that he'll get get confirmed. I think that there is this incredibly disparate response to what's happening and nobody knows what to do and a lot of people are doing the wrong thing.
1: Yes, I think that is is true. And what the Republicans should have done is – have her come in and testify as quickly as possible which they tried and then there's been some delay. You but gave me a lot of shit last week
0: about De- Senator Feinstein holding on to the letter of which I had very good reasons for, but Mitch McConnell's office knew about Deborah Miras last week and was still fighting for to have a Monday hearing to try to ram it through. Yeah,
1: I can't I can't give you any shit for that yeah. because that's true and that's bullshit. And that's real I mean if the Republicans really did know about Ramirez a week ago and there is proof that there was conversation between Weber, them and yeah. other people that they needed to hurry up and get this done so that they could confirm him before more allegations come out. I mean, can you imagine if he gets confirmed to the Supreme Court and then there continue to be more allegations for the next month? I mean, fuck, at that point the Senate's gone by Republicans. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> like, they are fucking gone. Like, they will yeah. not. Ted Cruz is out. Ted Cruz might already be out. I don't think he's the crazy I don't think he inside is. Of the, I do inside think, of the margin of error. I do think if Kavanaugh doesn't get confirmed, it's actually going to be very good for Republicans. And I think the blue wave is less blue.
0: Yeah, we talked about that last That's week. This is from know. a
1: per- political, just yeah. from per- I think we might be politics. outside of
0: that purview now with more... With with all these new allegations, I would be I would have been inclined to agree with you had this the back and forth with Ford been what it was only to have these examples of additional and again, the flat out denial of it by the judge. It's yeah, just like and Trump know. still supports him. So speaking of oh, our president, God.
1: he finally other, he was so measured for like three days, five, five, five. days.
0: Five days. So um, the other crazy thing that's happened in this conversation of social change since we recorded last week, was the birth of the hashtag why I didn't report frenzy. So Donald Trump bit his tongue for a good amount of time, five days, after Christine Blasey Ford's accusation. And then finally he wrote, quote, I have no doubt that if the attack on Dr. Ford was as bad as she says, charges would have been immediately filed with the local law enforcement authorities by either her or her loving parents. Buck
1: off you know what all men can fuck off i am fucking done this is crazy so fuck you i don't know who's oh they'll wait 35 why would they wait 35 years why the fuck wouldn't they wait 35 years because out of every a thousand rapes that occur do you know how many get incarcerated six fucking six and out of the thousand only 331 are fucking reported do you know why because nobody fucking believes women and nothing happens to the – so you got to go – you go through all the
0: terribleness to report and the questioning of you and why were you wearing the skirt and why were you blah, 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 and why were you alone on the street and all that sort of stuff just to just to get some time in court or whatever
1: with the – And they're not going to go to jail. And nothing
0: happens. So you yeah. keep your
1: fucking mouth shut. Yeah. And then 35 years later, they show up and they're getting ready to get a job that they can't be fucking fired for. Somebody needs to say something. yeah Being a Supreme Court justice is all about fucking judgment. It is about – judgment I think I've never loved you more than I love you
0: right now I mean it is you're just you're you're I'm preaching so fucking such mad. truth I'm so fucking I know mad. I know it's just bullshit
1: I know who waits 35 years fucking everybody 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 keeps their fucking mouth shut I think so it started this a million
0: I'm, I don't know about it, actually a million but so many people came out and told their stories or didn't or or their experiences and the crazy thing is is I've talked to some friends who are not doing it and feeling like why all of a sudden is the responsibility on me to put it all out there when I don't want to have to relive it. So there's like – so the victims or the, however, whatever were just survivors, victims, people that have been in bad situations are now re, re-questioning their decision of keeping quiet then and then also ha- facing the similar community consequences of saying it now. And so many people are doing it and like – News anchors and famous people and regular people and politicians and candidates and men women young old, all having their own experiences of 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 being victims of sexual harassment assault or worse, and keeping their mouth closed and 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 judge Kavanaugh continues to blanketly deny everything it's like this it's almost worse because because one side is escalating escalating escalating, and the other one is seemingly just just
1: keeping their their sort of journey exactly the same, which yeah. is insane. There were a lot of us that were actually pretty calm and we had all thrown up our big brick walls and <laughs> we were perfectly content and then fucking Harvey Weinstein. I mean, it's going to change the world for everybody. I think it's going to so change it's, the it's world. It's a good thing. Yeah. But for some of us that now have PTSD, it's not the best. And like we talked about not that long
0: ago, there are... M- so many women that have been the on the receiving end of something highly inappropriate from
1: a man more than anybody knows. And the world is starting to realize that. Right. And I mean, we're not talking about like you got your ass smacked in a bar because that is almost certainly happened to fucking everybody, everybody. in the world. Yeah. Like everybody has been groped in a bar. Yeah. Man and woman. Woman and man. Both. Everybody's been groped. I still don't think we, that should be the truth.
0: But, yeah, I think that there are a lot of women that have had levels more
1: yes of of assault and harassment correct i'm just saying that i don't think getting your ass smacked is assault i know it technically is but that's not i don't consider that
0: no it's probably harassment though would you agree it's harassment yeah yeah unwelcome sexual encounter yeah
1: yeah so it's heavy times tracy d it's fun it's heavy times fun i should have had a lot more wine i'm sorry i got all screamy no it's okay it's like that's what this is here for (laughs) Um, for me to scream yeah i mean we didn't do do, what should we just quickly talk about jason miller because i fucking hate jason miller and i love aj delgado because she just she doesn't we talked about this a while ago
0: jason miller and aj delgado are the former trump trump um staffers they had a baby together. Never, mar- Never married? Never no. Never married.
1: He was married. Oh, he his was wife married. was yeah, pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And
0: then he knocked her up. Then a huge, gigantic custody battle, and he, like, smeared AJ, the mom, the dad, Jason Miller, sme- smeared AJ, the mom, on the internet. And she... We haven't heard from him in a while, but all of a sudden, she re- released this information that he also, you know, Jason Miller, didn't only just fuck his wife and AJ... Or AJ, the mom, a whole bunch of other, including a stripper from a strip club in Orlando, knocked her up, came kept in touch with her and then apparently slipped the quote abortion pill into her smoothie
1: to try to get rid of the baby. So, there I mean, isn't that that is technically murder. Sorry. I know. You're probably not cool with that. I don't believe life starts at conception. I know you don't, but for those that do, all the Republicans Oh, I guess. Out there, I don't know what the book I mean, if he gave her a drug that caused her baby to terminate But abortion's not murder. I mean, it would be fall under the same you know,
0: rules. But so there is an abortion pill, Are you sure? but you can't just swallow it for the abortion to happen. One goes in your mouth and one goes up your hoo-ha. So I think that there is, I'm not really sure the details that. of that, but Jason Miller was trying to secretly abort his baby with a stripper. And like that guy just, there's a special
1: place in hell. Classy. He, classy. He's a classy dude. What so she tweeted, I, I can't even, like a month ago, someone had done something shitty in the world and, and tweeted out something. And she just responded back, Did you get your wife pregnant and then knock up your mistress and then try to take all of her money cuz if you didn't eh, yeah no. it was i don't know she bad. just she she's just bad. goes for it She's bad I but like her. i hope that, that i wish stripper. we could have her on the show
0: well, oh. we could try she's a anybody know her if you know her yeah. and you're also a listener yeah. email us or send us a would facebook message would love to message. have her on
1: the, on the show
0: yeah um crazy times crazy 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 times but uh you know it's important <gasps> like i said at the beginning of this to be having these conversations i just do i think i've been having conversations about these these like really heavy topics with all sorts of people I never expected I would have these conversations with and that's just has to be a good thing just has to be a good thing I think you're right
1: I think conversations are good and I feel like I'm gonna have to go eat cheese or something
0: and when we see each other next week Tracy and I when you all hear us next week like who the fuck knows like it is changing and moving so fast we have no idea what it's gonna look like next week
1: should be interesting. Yeah. So thanks so much for sticking right. with us today. Yeah, I Sorry so. I screamed at everybody. Listen and subscribe to Dame It All to Hell on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast.
0: Thanks. See you next week.